Welcome to the Step Change Podcast from me, Mike Foster, the Entrepreneur's Mentor. And my podcast is a series of thoughts to help you with the development of your own business and to make that step change that's often needed. We all know that if we want something different, then it's often a step change that's needed, not just some sort of small change. And today in this podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by a guest. It's Erin Rudman-Hawkins of the Evergreen Agency, who is a local SEO expert. And I look forward to interviewing Aaron, a little bit more about his business and what he does. So welcome, Aaron. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. Let's kick off. Tell us a little bit more about the Evergreen Agency to start with. Sure. So uh, we're an SEO and PPC agency. So we help businesses to uh, ultimately grow their lead sales and inquiries. We do that by getting them to the top of Google. Excellent. And then I know we've spoken before about it potentially being a black art perceived by many people and uh, you always smile as you are now. So tell, tell us a little bit more. Is it really a black art or is, is it just uh, some, some secrets? No, it's, it's definitely not a black, uh, you know, a dark art uh, and uh, nor are there any real secrets, to be honest. Um, digital marketing and an SEO these days, I like to think of it as good, just use good old fashioned uh, marketing techniques um, but just apply them in a digital age. So what we do is um, there are various steps. So when we when we work with a business, first thing we do is understand their business, understand them, their competition, their industry, their customer, get a really good understanding of who they are and, and crucially what they're wanting to achieve. Once we know that, yes, you then have to do the technical bits. So that is it is a website. Google is 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 a, you know it's it's an algorithm essentially. So. You, technically, the website has to be um, be optimized and be be feeding Google what it wants. You then have two two really two prongs, I guess. One is content. So again, the simple way to think about it is any website. Google does not exist purely to help you to sell more of your products, your services. And often businesses forget that they think, well, we we want to get we want more sales, we want more inquiries. We're going to um, we're going to uh, get a website and then we're just going to expect the sales inquiries to flood in. Well, Google doesn't care what you want. Google wants to provide answers to people's questions. So use your website, not just to be a shop window, but to be an information resource. And that can take one of many forms. People traditionally do that with a blog or uh, various other ways, but essentially make your website of value and of use. And then Google will have a reason to put to place you above your competition and put you rank you highly in the search results. Very simple. And the flip side of that coin is around promotion and PR. Whatever your business, your product, your service, you have to get the word out there. You have to make noise as a brand, as a business, and you do that with a for, for in an, the, an SEO context by um, securing links, by gaining brand mentions, brand features, by being active and pushing your brand out there. So that's it. There's no dark art. There's no Mystery is no secrets. It's just a big dollop of common sense and thinking things logically. Brilliant. And, you know, in terms of when customers come to you, do you have to manage expectations a little bit? Because obviously there's, you know, the expectation I can do an SEO campaign and I'm going to get instant results or I want to do it this way because I think that's what I've heard down the pub is going to get me results. Do you yeah. have to manage and how do you do that? No, we have, we absolutely, every, every day, every single day we get exactly that. Uh, we have to manage expectations. And the way we do that is um, when a customer comes to us, they typically will say, we want SEO or we want PPC or we want some mix of the, of the, of the two. And our, our reply instantly every single time is, no, you don't. What you want is more inquiries, more sales or more leads. That's what you really want. 
SEO, PPC, or any other medium, social media, and so on, um, are just platforms. They're ways in which you are going to get what you want. And so once we say that, we then present them with, with the way we do it is with a questionnaire. So we say, actually, before we get into the, is SEO right, is PPC right, let's actually understand your business and crucially your business goals. So we want to know things like, what is your growth rate? What's a customer worth to you? How many leads and inquiries do you need? What's your conversion rate? We need to know all of the business related uh, questions because only, only then can we take that information and then we can overlay it on their existing data that which, and their, their, their search trends, their competition, and then get an understanding of, are their goals realistic and feasible to what the, the search market is telling us? To, are, are there just simply the sheer number of people searching uh, for their product, their service, and is it realistic to get them that visibility they want? And if, if it's possible, we'll go back and say, yes, we feel it's possible, this is how we're gonna do it. If we feel it's not possible, then we'll tell them, we'll say, and we regularly do, we'll say, look, we just don't think this is right. And actually, have you considered going down this path or why don't you look at this? Um, and, and try and point people in the best direction we feel where they could, their goals are going to be most realistic. And I know you've had some great results for, you, for your clients. And, you know, what I've heard from clients and in conversation with yourself is how you steer what else that client is doing. So you're helping them with the, their digital presence, the SEO, et cetera, but you're also sort of steering their content, whether that's imagery, videos, PR, et cetera. Tell, tell us a little bit more how, how that all links, if you like. Yeah, no, it's it's a really important point because it's, you know, an SEO campaign has very many moving parts and our job, as much as our job is to deliver the results, it's to ensure that that client understands what we're doing and, and why we're doing it and why these things are needed. And nine times out of 10, a client is very happy to follow your lead and, and to do as advised, so long as they have context as to why they're doing it. And often what we um, will be recommending, what we're advising is not, um, it's not that it's super complicated or that it's, we just, I'd say to them, look, this should make common, as long as this makes common, does that make common sense to you? And they'll say, yes, it's logical. Yes, we're going to share our expertise. Yes, we're going to be featured on this publication because that's where our audience are engaged, are living online. So everything we recommend will come from, from data, from research, from analysis. But, not, but as I say, nine times out of 10, it's a case of that just makes common sense. That's logical. And, and that, you know, whether that's content, whether it's PR, whether it's technical, um, we do a lot of what, you know, handholding. We sort of hold our clients' hands through this experience because we fully appreciate that a lot of our clients, this is either new to them or it's taken on, especially the last year or two, it's taken on ever greater importance or they're having to raise the game because their competitors have raised the bar. Um, and th this is why a lot of our clients, we're brought, in to, in, brought into their, their businesses to supplement their marketing team because their marketing team is being pulled in all different directions. And actually they say, look, what we need is we need a digital, we need a, an, an, a search marketing arm to what we're doing, someone that is focused on increasing our visibility within those search results. When someone goes online, at, and at most businesses, most industries, at some point your target customer is going to go online, even if it's just to check, if they've got questions, they're going to go online at some point during that user journey and they're going to ask the question, you know, be asking questions or be looking for information or advice. And so our job is to get that brand, that business, at the top of the search engines at that right time when they're ready to buy. Mm. And you know, I, know, I know you've had some fantastic growth over the, the last couple of years, particularly. I look forward to actually chatting that through with you on another podcast. But you know, one of one of the things you just mentioned there is about supporting 
the businesses and perhaps their own marketing team. Is that, do you think that's one of the reasons that they engage and outsource to you is because the pace of change around something like SEO and algorithms and all that is just something that many businesses just can't keep up with? Yeah, I would, absolutely. It's exactly that. And it, it does vary. Some some industries, some, industry, some of our clients uh, have are more resourced than others. Some of them don't have marketing teams and they rely solely on us because digital marketing, if you're an e-commerce business, for example, you know, you, your digital marketing, your SEO has got to be um, right. It's got to be top of mind. Other other um, clients that we work with, they have marketing teams that, that do a myriad of different things. And then we support in a certain um, a certain aspect, but you're right. The, the the rate of change is substantial, and for a lot of SMEs, for a lot of uh, you know growing small bit small medium enterprises, they have a choice. They they it, when it comes to digital marketing and SEO and PPC specifically, it's very hard to find one person or or, or even two two or three people that can do everything that's required across those different. Um, different areas so you need someone that can think strategically if you're if you're a, if you're in business from a digital marketing standpoint you're going to need a, a strategy someone that can think strategically and commercially you're also going to need some uh, uh, someone that can do the technical side of things that's a very different skill set you're then going to need someone that can do content and content marketing content strategizing again it's a much more creative skill set you're then going to need someone that knows how to do pr and promotion and outreach Again, very different skill sets. And so if you're a business and you're considering, do I outsource or do I bring this in-house? Often the finances say that it's better to outsource because you can tap into, for the cost of approximately one senior salary to your business, uh, to bring in one manager or one head of department, you can outsource to an agency and tap into their expertise across half a dozen different departments. Mm. I see it so often, whether it's marketing, whether it's finance, whether it's sales, they just try and stretch someone a little bit too far. Um, and the problem then is they don't know what they don't know um, from that side. So yeah, I'm an advocate of what you just said there. One of the things you encouraged me to do when you kindly critiqued my website was to add a knowledge base to my website um, with loads of questions that people were we're likely to ask you've taken that to another level because of obviously the free resources you offer so so tell us two things you know why knowledge base is good but also then why you went to to offer even more free resources yeah a knowledge base is a great way of sharing your expertise and it's when it can be a knowledge base a lot of people do this with faq sections a lot of people do this with a blog a lot of, you know a lot of people do this with resources and guides there's no right or wrong way to do it essentially you know, for any business listening, if you want to know what's best, look at your competition. Go and what what is everyone else doing, uh, and is that getting engagement? Is that is that working for them? And crucially, if a business is still doing it consistently and has been doing it for a long time, then it probably is working. But it's it's really about how can, asking how can we add value, how can we educate, and so if, if, for you specifically, there are a lot of people entrepreneurs that go on online that are looking for advice, that need support, that need assistance. They have questions. You know, I know I do. So it's it's then you know if you if you can be providing that answer and and helping people, then you're you're give first you're giving Google a reason to say, hey, this business is local. There's another local business looking for these questions. There's some answers here. I'm going to put these in front of this user. But also from from the from the end user from the customer's perspective, you're top of mind. You're out there. You're helping people. And so and this applies to any business, any sector. It's just working out what can we do, how can we add value, how can we turn our website 
from being a shop window that just says, hey, come and buy our products, come at our services. This is us. This is who we are, how long we've been going, what we do, which is typically what most SME websites do, service-based especially. It's very much me, me, me centric. It's like, look at us, our case studies, our, our story, our services, our products. If you actually flip that on its head and, and question it and critique it yourself and go, so what value is our website actually providing? Why should Google care about our website? When you start to think in that content, and that's what we do with our clients, we say, you need to alter your thinking. You tell us, and I will challenge our clients, and I'll say, you tell us why your website should rank. And often, it's, it's silence. It's, oh, I'm not sure. I hadn't really thought of it like that way. And then, so when you adjust that thinking, now suddenly you're thinking, okay, now I need to provide value. And that's where a knowledge base, FAQ, blogs, and so on can be really useful. Mm. And as I say, you extended your own, didn't you, in terms of offering quite a few free resources in terms of telling people how they could actually do SEO yeah, themselves. Yeah. yeah, no, so we've, we've extended it with, with video training. We're actually just working on another one at the moment this summer. Um, so we've just, again, it's, 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 it's what we do. So we want to live and breathe what we want to um, do, what we preach to others to do and lead by example. So we provide, we put a lot of time and energy into creating free training, free resources um, to help and educate. And again, it keeps the brand top of mind. It ultimately helps us to... Um, feed Google what it wants, and then it does, It does, of course, win us new business because we're, we're out there, we're making noise as a business and as a brand. Mm. And what I love about your content is it sort of like shows people that you can do it if you want to do it yourself, but most people say, actually, I need an expert to do this for me. So yeah. <laughs> I love it, love how engaging that is. One of the things you just mentioned actually was about local. So it's a local business. Yeah, how important is local in terms of the message and what Google are looking for right now? Extremely important. Um, local, as you know, plays a, 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 a significant role. More and more people were all searching on our phones, probably more than desktops these days. And and Google, for the last few years, has been what it calls a mobile-first index, which essentially means Google refers to and references the mobile visibility and performance of your website over the desktop. So how many times we all do it? We're out and about, and it's it's product or service near me, closest, nearby. You know, it's all of those kind of searches. So depending on your, your industry, depending on your product or service, just um, making sure that your website um, looks, looks great and works great on a mobile device. Hugely important. We can all do it. Pull the phone out of your pocket and just look, go, surf your, go onto your website. Just look around the pages. Um, really, really simple stuff. And if it's not working, speak to your developer. Get that website looking good. Um, because more and more as, as Google is evolving, uh, and people are using their phones for more and more to do. I mean, a couple of years ago, we weren't all doing internet banking. Well, some of us were, some of us weren't, but more and more of us, you know, we're out and about more. Um, we're using our phones. We're trusting our phones more to um, make, you know, purchases and, and, and inquiries and so on. Um, and so it, it plays an increasingly important role. And you have to make sure that you are, um, that you're optimized and that you're out there. Mm -hmm. I guess the last few months, 12 months particularly, have uh, accelerated the use of things like mobile and digital, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. So just to, to finish the uh, this episode of the podcast then, in terms of your top tips for somebody around SEO, what would they, what would they be to be considering? Okay. Um, use common sense. Again, it's a recurring theme. I've said it a couple of times, but just use common sense. Don't overthink your, your strategy, your plan, or what you need to do. I find businesses often overcomplicate things and, and then over-engineer and overthink what they actually need to do. And if you have a blog, if you have a knowledge base, if you have, a, if you look at your website and critique it, my, my number one tip would actually be go and critique your own website. Look at your website as if 
you are a competitor and similarly go onto your competitors' websites. What are they doing that is helping them to show that they're current, that they're out there, that they're active, that they're adding value? And then actually just take a step back, get a piece of paper and a pen and think, how can my business, what is my expertise? What is it my USP? What is it I actually do? Why do people work with me? Why do they pay for my product, my service? What is it that makes us special? And then go, okay, how can we actually share that knowledge, that expertise, that experience for free on our website that makes Google sit up and say, okay, wow, this company are really very good at X or Y. Fantastic. And as I thought would be the case, you've shared some fantastic tips today and, and some great insight into SEO and uh, it not being a dark art that we should all be worried about, but um, perhaps engage an expert to help us do it and maximise our return on that investment. So thanks, Aaron. Thanks for, for joining me today for, for this episode and sharing your expertise. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. So I'm really grateful to my guests for joining me to share their knowledge, their experience and their expertise to help you make a step change in your business. Um, thank you for listening to this Step Change podcast with me, Mike Foster, the Entrepreneur's Mentor. Do subscribe to my podcast via your favorite app. And the next time I release an episode, you'll be one of the first to know.